welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Ramel. Hey, Ramel. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. But girl, can I ask you something? Yes. Where'd you get that nice shirt? Oh, this nice shirt. This (laughs) nice shirt. You mean the one that says, girl, can I ask you something? (laughs) Yeah, that one. (laughs) That one. Yes, yeah. I got this from our store, our brand new Etsy store that is out there and available for people to order if they like to come and support the podcast. Well, we hung out together yesterday and Rumel wore her shirt. I sure did. We went to a Mind Body Spirit Expo at the fairgrounds. And, but, you know, I had on a shirt too. My shirt was, it was cute. You know, it was like love and all shades. Mm -hmm. Nobody asked me a question about my shirt. All the questions, (laughs) like people were walking up to Ramel saying, hey, that's a cool shirt. What's going on here? Do you have a podcast? Because it says girlpodcast.com. So Mm -hmm. people said, what's your podcast about? Yeah. It was a neat opportunity to actually get out and speak about the podcast and what we're doing. And Tawanda mentioned this to me earlier is like one of the first times we've actually been out in public as the podcast, if you will. And, um, but we got a lot of positive feedback just from walking around with a t-shirt. I know. So I I thought that was, wow. It was just like, what? All these people, I couldn't believe how many people would stop you to ask you questions and so it gave mm-hmm. us time and time again to do what we haven't had to do a lot of, is, no. which is explain what the podcast is about. I guess because we haven't been in public that much and doing that. So now yeah. it's like always saying what the podcast is about. So anyway, that was fun. It was it really, was fun. really fun. It was a lot of fun. We got a lot walk around and hang out, which was, we hadn't done that in a long time. I don't think we've done that since we went on our last trip. Right. <laughs> speaking of trip. Yeah, speaking of trips. Speaking of trip, <laughs> I wanted to tell you about why we're here today. Our conversation is about solo travel and we are bringing back one of our speakers, someone we interviewed for our, our travel. I think we were talking about Hawaii or just traveling in general. Yeah, in general. Sure. Yeah. And so you might remember the name Jennifer Stafford. Well, let me introduce you to her. Jennifer Stafford is a business analyst by day and a travel enthusiast by night. With over 20 years of travel experience, she told us that she has turned her hobby into a lifestyle. Travel, and I'm going to quote her on this one, is her favorite thing to do. So welcome back to the show, Jennifer. Glad to have you back. Hey, ladies. Thanks for having me back. Oh, absolutely. We needed an expert on this one. And um, in this case, we are not experts. No, not at all. But, you know, when we we wanted to talk to you about solo travel and when we started like kicking the ball back and forth about this topic, it was like, duh, Jennifer, <laughs> she we got to get her to come back because that was the one thing that I knew about her. Uh, Jennifer is that she actually does a lot of solo travel and who better to ask about that than the solo traveler who also happens to do handle travel be a travel what do you call yourself a professional travel professional Um, a travel agent travel agent okay yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) see I I was trying to keep it simple I was just trying to you know 
We got that's like travel influencers. Because people can't remember, they're like, "What?" So it's like travel evangelist, travel agent. Travel agent. Yeah, okay, I like that. Travel evangelist like is like you know, okay. we're coming out with I some like new that. stuff. I like that. That's what you you need a card that says that you need one. Okay. This is travel. Yeah, I like well, it. I want to order one of your shirts, and maybe I need to get it customized and put that on there. Oh, ah, mm, yes, mm. special okay. guest we'll work on that shirt for shirts for people mm-hmm. who've been again. Okay, we, we'll work mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, we'll work on that. Listen, I, we, when I look no, at, I'm gonna order my. I'm going to order it. I'm going to go to your store after this. I want that shirt. I'm going to order one. Thank you. Got to support. Thank you. Well, you know, it's so interesting because I, I don't know about anybody else, but I have been looking through my Instagram constantly through my Instagram. And there are all these women who have these beautiful pictures from all over the world they're by themselves they were like oh i did this solo trip are they really the by themselves thing. or they just didn't take a picture of the person they were with i i'm always skeptical about that, <laughs> that i'm like exactly, exactly. <laughs> sometimes it's like but are That's you so by funny. yourself or you just we just don't know but okay. but presumably you know if we just take say, them at face, but, oh, face value they <laughs> yeah. want us to think they're by themselves so let's just go with that yeah but like how do they do this like for me I feel like it's this daunting thing. Like I just started going to the movie theater by myself. So, you know, you have to congratulate me for that. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is a okay. post COVID thing, right? Cause you went to the movie. Wait, did you go to the movies by yourself before? No, oh. it was not a thing. Like oh, I, this is- I just really started going <laughs> to the movie theater by myself since, you know, I actually, before the pandemic, it was just before the pandemic, I started going to the movies by myself and I thought it was amazing. And I was like, oh, why was I afraid of it my whole life? And this is the way I feel about solo travel. Like I have been resisting the whole idea, I think because I was afraid like to be by myself. But now I'm kind of jazzed about it because I've been around everybody for the last two years. So Are you ready to go somewhere by your dog? <laughs> You're like, bye. So, so bye. Jennifer, could you answer this for us, Jennifer? Is it that is there a trend for women to travel solo now? Has it always existed? And we're just now catching up to wanting to do that. I don't know if this is a newer thing or if it's just always been there and I just never paid attention. I think it's becoming more popular. I think that it's been consistent. Um, I actually saw this quote the other day and it says, as you travel solo, being totally responsible for yourself, it's inevitable that you will discover how capable you are. Mm. So, and I'm like, wow, that is so true. Because I think like, because my first solo trip was like in the early nineties. That's when I was stationed in Japan. So I was there for a year by myself. So I was kind of forced into that situation. Mm. And as such, it taught me how to navigate on my own, to be self-sufficient because I'm in a foreign country. I don't have family there. I don't speak the language, but I couldn't, I wasn't going to stay in the barracks every weekend and just be miserable. So I'm like, I got to do something to pass my, to make the time pass. So that's how it started for me. So Mm -hmm. when I initially started, no, I really didn't see any other solo travelers. I didn't see anybody that looked like me. Everybody was always coupled up. So, but I will say in the last couple of years, you know, traveling solo, I have met a lot more singles because now there are groups dedicated for just singles, Mm -hmm. um, single solo travel or single meetup groups. So there's just all this, I think with the implementation or the spread of social media, we started to see more people venturing out, especially single people, because 
what are you going to do? You have people that are now educated singles making excellent incomes. And what do you do with your money? You want to go out, you want to go travel, but are you restricted because you don't have someone to go with you? And half the time your girlfriends can't go or they can't afford to go. And you're like, but hey, I want to go. So you kind of forced in that situation. So I think that it's just becoming more known that people are now doing this and you can do it with social media. I think that's just the difference. Now people are advertising on social media, whereas before there wasn't a platform to advertise that you could travel solo. Right. Well, what would be the first piece of advice that you would give to someone who is like wanting to put dip their toe in the whole solo <laughs> travel? What would be your first piece of advice that you would give them to help them out? Um, ideally, you want to research. Um, if you're going overseas, first thing you want to do is check with the embassy to see what's going on in that country. You know, mm-hmm. what are the restrictions? Um, is there a lot of crime? Um, are they, you know, um, stealing things? Are they attacking women? So you want to make sure that you're going to a country or wherever you're going, is you're going to be safe and secure. And what I always do is that I book excursions with this particular company, the Viator.com is like one of my favorite excursion companies mm-hmm. um, because you're paired with groups of other people. So it doesn't feel like you're necessarily by yourself and you're going out and you're getting to sightsee, but you're in a group. So if anything happens, you're not by yourself. So even mm-hmm. though I do travel solo, um, I really don't do a lot out by myself. Like mm-hmm. I don't really don't go out at night. I'm not out in the clubs by myself. I will not do that. Like I will be in a group if I'm doing something you know, um, just to make sure that I'm safe. So I think the first thing is like, we spoke about this is like safety. You want to make sure that you're in a safe environment. Your hotel is a reputable hotel. Mm -hmm. Spend the extra money to stay in a hotel that's centrally located. Know where the police department is. Know where the embassy is. Um, Make sure that your family and social media, someone knows where you are. So when I'm traveling, you'll always see me, hey, as soon as I land, I'm checking in. I'm constantly checking in. So there's a timeline of where I am and where I'm going. And my family will have my itinerary age on this day. This is where she's going to be. They'll have my, someone will always have my agenda. Okay. Yeah. You answered a lot of the questions uh, there because I was curious about security and where to go find out what's the status. How do you know what's really happening? I don't want to trust the country themselves because they want uh, us to be there. So I just want to know where to go. So you said the embassy is where we would check there. And then we were curious about, you know, who needs to have our itinerary and how do we check in and how do we determine that? Is there anybody else? Like, can the hotel realize that we're missing or? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we spoke about this on the, um, with my other, we spoke on the other call about when you check into a hotel, it's always, you want to always make sure they know who you are. Like, I always make a point to speak to the doorman every single day. Like, hey, I'm going out. I'll be back at this time or the housekeeper, just so that someone has seen you throughout the day. You always want to make conversation and let them know who you are because they'll see you coming and going and you Mm -hmm. want them to notice you, like tip them, like, hey, going out, be back later. And I always make them, you know, call and get my cars for me or whatever. So there's always some type of record as to when you arrived, when you left, you know, so someone somewhere knows like, well, hey, a minute. Um, the girl from Georgia, we haven't seen her today. Mm-hmm. Like normally she comes down, she goes this, she does this, or, you know, she leaves about this time and she comes back at this time. Like, where is she? Right. So you want to make sure that, you know, you make contact, you make conversation, the bartender, 
all those people, you need to make sure that, you know, you speak to them. They know you're present. You always want to do that. Like I said, again, social media, always checking in. Like, hey, I'm at this location. Just did this. And people are like, oh my God, you like post a lot, but it's not about you. You know, I want a record. You know, I want my cell phone. I want it to be my record that you know where I am at all times. I don't trust people like, hey, I meet somebody and hey, let's go out. No, 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 no. Everything that I do is it's a reputable car company, a reputable excursion company or a Mm -hmm. restaurant. You know, if I'm going to go off the beaten path, it's going to be with a group of people. Okay. 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 That makes sense. Like you're by yourself, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to be exclusive. You're, you're, you have removed yourself from your daily routine and are by yourself, but you're not by yourself with, you're with other people. And the thing that that I've learned is that I have met so many great people doing solo travel that I'm like, they're my best friends to this day. I've literally met them in other countries. Mm. And I don't know what it is. I will be on the bus by myself. You know, I'll have my, my pods in and then they'll start talking to me. And the thing is that people will adopt you. It's like the herd theory. They'll see you. They're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, she's by herself, hon. And they're going to pull you in. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, oh, you're staying at this hotel. We're staying there too. What are you doing tomorrow? So it becomes that type of, you meet people because you're forced to kind of engage people in a way that you wouldn't normally do in the States. Right. So you meet these people and you'll meet a lot of people from the States as well. They're doing the same thing that you are. Mm-hmm. And they, Got for it. some reason, they feel um, responsible for you because they're like, okay, well, she's by herself. So we don't want her to be by herself. And it's like, really, it's okay. But <laughs> they feel like it's not okay. Yeah. They want to take care of you. So you're kind of in that little bubble. So, and for me, it's like a recharge thing. So it's like, okay, it's great. When I want to engage, I do. And when I don't, I pull back. But I'm never truly just isolated alone. Yeah. So I traveled before COVID. I traveled quite a bit by myself for work. So Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, booking my flight and going back and forth from the hotel to things. And then I'll do some excursions of my own if I get to go somewhere great. Because I've been to Hawaii for work and um, some other places for work so I can can do a little something extra sometimes i've been at a restaurant and uh, not, not i'm at the restaurant by myself often because i'm traveling alone so i've been at restaurants and most of the time everybody's cool and i'm cool with it but i've had even waiters come by and like why are you by yourself i thought that was a very interesting question right <laughs> because i want to be it's pretty nice <laughs> by myself i'm enjoying my company duh and then i've had sometimes just like you said jennifer people will see that you're alone and they'll invite you in. It's like, and I'm not, I'm not trying mm-hmm. to look pitiful, like I need help, but mm-hmm. then right. it's nice to see humanity go, hey, right. you want to talk to us? We're friendly. And right. I've had, I had uh-huh. people buy me drinks and appetizers. Yes. Not, I didn't have them. They wanted to, and yes. I didn't need the company, but I didn't mind it. And it was like, yeah. this is really neat. So I know what we're, you know, what you're talking about is just like, yeah, I've seen that happen. And it does uh-huh. feel good. Yeah. And like, the, I have, I've received expensive meals and it's like, okay, do you think I can't pay? But Hey, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> like I'm sitting there enjoying my drink. I'm like on my phone. I'm just taking in the moment and they'll just like, and some people will, I mean, like literally like they won't even talk to me in the restaurant. And then when the waitress brings my bill and she was like, well, that couple that was sitting over there, they took care of your bill. Oh, wait, what? what? Yeah, That's- I've had that happen so often. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, 
It makes you feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. If I travel alone and nobody pays for my meal, I'm charging you, Jennifer. I'm like, somebody needs to pay. Jennifer said somebody was going to do it. Yeah. And I'm serious. They do. And they're just like, I don't know. It's just like people feel like, oh, that's so awesome. Because maybe they feel like, you know, there's something they've always wanted to do and they haven't been able to do it. Mm, Yeah. But the premise is the same. Like you go to, you travel for work. It's the same thing as if you were traveling outside the country. You're still traveling by yourself. You can't take your family. The premise is just the same. It's just that fear of us being out of our comfort zone, away from our families, away from our normal routine. It's like, oh my God, I can't do it. But you've consistently done it in your life here locally. So it's the same thing. I was going to ask you, is there anything that you learned about yourself doing solo travel that you don't think you would have gained? Oh, absolutely. Well, what I learned most is that I'm able to, I'm pretty, well, I've always been independent, but I'm able to navigate well and be safe. You know, mm-hmm. I, I thank God no one has ever done anything to me. Um, everyone I've met, they've been receptive and open because when I first um, started traveling, so again, I was in Japan, so I had mm-hmm. to kind of figure it out. But the big thing for me was that I know that I travel solo to recharge because mm-hmm. I've always had demanding jobs. And it's like every three or four months, I got to get out of here. I'm going to lose it. So it was my way to kind of center myself, recharge, get back, you know, kind of just dial it down, just turn everything off. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned is that if you can travel alone solo successfully, you can navigate anywhere because you got to have a certain level of confidence to be in a whole nother country by yourself as a woman. Mm-hmm. And to be able to do it successfully, to come back unharmed, to have not lost anything, to have had a su- successful trip is just like completing a successful project. Mm-hmm. Because it's not as simple as, you know, going there and, you know, I get to come back home. No, you have to survive. It really is a maze. It's nothing like the United States. You have to go there. You have to navigate the airport, not miss your flight, mm-hmm. get to your hotel be where you're supposed to be, make it back to the hotel each and every day without having any type of confrontation, you know, or language barrier. So there's so much that you're having to do. And I've learned that, okay, it takes a strong person. You have to be resilient. You have to be able to multitask. You got to be able to just like, okay, just throw caution to the wind and like, okay, well, I'm not going to worry about it. Today is just what it is. I'm not going to stress about anything, but whatever comes up, I'm just going to deal with it. So it just makes you flexible in a way that um, gives you this just confidence. And I think for me, that's like so cool, you know, cause you, to me, I feel totally different when I leave and go on a trip. Mm. It's like, oh my God, that, that old life, forget that peasants. Okay. Like I just feel totally, <laughs> I feel totally different. I feel invigorated. It's just like a light mm-hmm. switch pops on. Like, okay, mm-hmm. as soon as I get on that plane, it's like, I'm going to paradise and it's just like a whole new world. I'm just being fed in a way that I'm not fed here. If that makes mm. sense. It does make sense. I will say I was listening to you. You might have seen me shaking my head because I'm thinking about how you were talking about being in another country. And I was thinking about the first time I went to New York and I went by myself. That's another country. And I'm from North Carolina (laughs) and I, I don't do much of anything in the north. Nor, you know, I don't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so for when I went to New York, it was like being in another country. Mm-hmm. And I had to navigate to this meeting I was trying to get to, taking the subway. I'm from North oh, Carolina. God. I was like, but it doesn't say which subway goes which. What? I was just like, okay. Yes. And so the feeling of 
getting to my destination alive, <laughs> you know, and having figured out the transportation that I'm not used to. It wasn't another country, but it felt like a whole new experience. And the, the feeling that I survived it and I did it, I felt so accomplished. And it was one of those things like, huh, I can figure stuff out. I can do new things. So I'm hearing you. I've never done anything out of the country by myself. This is the first time for everything, but it sounds like a good bucket list thing to do yeah. for the sake of, because I want the confidence to say, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I did that. And you did. I mean, to me, I'm serious. New York is like being out of the country. No lie. <laughs> I'm serious. Because it's just people it's everywhere and it's a whole different type of um, mentality. So yeah, I can relate. And then another thing, when you're traveling abroad, you got to worry about the foreign currency, how to convert it. And that's a whole, but it becomes fun. It becomes a game. You level up. Get to right haggle. There. Yeah, you get to haggle with people and you, don't like you negotiate. And it's just like, no, 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 no. I'm not dealing with that. I'm not paying that. So it's just, a, it is so much fun because you, you draw on strengths and abilities that you never knew that you had. Okay. So do you develop an alter ego yes. or yeah. when your trips? Do you say, <laughs> my name's not Jennifer. My name is. Porsche. Jennifer. <laughs> I'm like, Jennifer Stafford. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Just yeah, curiously. You get, you get bougie. You get bougie. You're like, uh-uh, no, 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 man. I'm a mistake. Like, no, I don't have to take this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so funny. You know, I, you know how foreigners come here and they do that to us, like peasants, like, oh, my God. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta have a little... You got to have a little something going on, a little confidence going on. (laughs) Okay, I like it. So are there any things that people who are doing solo trips, uh, they tend to forget or things that they really shouldn't do? Are there some big warnings or please remembers that you would give? Yeah, Yeah, you're still in another country. Like, okay, safety is paramount. You cannot leave your bag on the bench. You can't walk around with some big, and I'm a Louis girl, some big Louis Vuitton bag with all your shades, your jewelry, and not think you're not going to be a victim because they're going to they're gonna rob you. Mm. When I go to a country, I mean, of course you want to look nice, but, you know, I have my fake jewels in. You know, I don't carry a big bag. I always have like a little crossbody. But you have to definitely be conscious of your possessions because they will take them. And I see a lot of women doing that. You're so busy trying to get, you know, the perfect selfie that you forget where you are. And sometimes people forget, okay, there's a whole nother culture. You have to do research to respect what's acceptable. I mean, to, to know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. You know, as far as how you dress, how you act in public, you know, you need to be conscious of all that. Like when I went to Dubai, of course, you know, you can't drink on the street. You can't be cursing. You can't chew gum. You can't throw trash down. You know, you have to you have to present a certain way. You want to respect that country. You want to respect the people, the locals that are there. And sometimes I see that we don't always do that. And to me, that's like, okay, uh, you didn't get the memo. You didn't do your research before you came here. And you're going to you're number one, you're either going to get arrested or you're going to be a victim. Mm. So sometimes it's best just to kind of move, you know, in silence and not just be so loud all the time. You know, I was doing a um, a project with my daughter about Singapore. And the, and when you mentioned these things, I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. they were talking about a lot of these different things like the Americans don't really think about that are really either highly frowned upon in Singapore mm-hmm. or illegal. 
<laughs> you know, yes. and you can find yourself in really big trouble if you don't know how to navigate either their laws or just culturally their cultural norms and it can put you at a real disadvantage when you're traveling and it was it wasn't really until that time that we were actually working on this project that I could see how important that research that you were yeah. talking about is especially as a solo traveler because then you don't have anybody else you can rely on to help you while you're if you get in trouble who are you going to call you can't even you know the hotel they might come and get you or they might try to get you some assistance but more than likely they're like who and again that goes back to research so you want to google you know mm-hmm. um do your research on what the safety is and then also always google um to do's and, and what not to do while in that country for that particular okay. country i check out the culture just to like okay what should i wear what shouldn't i wear you know what's offensive because in some companies I'm sorry some countries you can't even wear camouflage out of town Ooh, yeah well, no, you'd be in that. trouble mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I know. I know there's some islands just even in the Caribbean that yeah. that don't allow for that. They do not and, like it. Yeah. 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 I have no idea. Except I don't own not one piece of camouflage. So I'm, <laughs> I'm I do. You know, it's a trend. Yeah, it's a trendy thing. And like, hey, maybe in the military, I own a lot of stuff. So it's like, okay, I want to wear my hat or whatever. And they're like, eh, no, ma'am. So you have to, you know, you have to research and like, mm-hmm. don't wear that. Like when we went to Egypt, like, well, I had a great time, but we had to be conscious that there's this perception about women that the men are really aggressive towards women, especially black women. Mm. You know, we even had a taxi driver that, you know, we thought was going to attack us. And we mm. luckily, you know, we made it back to the hotel and the security came out and kind of rescued us. But he was not happy about us being in his country, in his taxi. And he, like, why did you pick us up? You know? Wow. Wow. So you, yeah, you have to. You have to be um, conscious of those things that it can and will happen. I was wow. going to ask you, you, you already started on this. Were there places where you felt not so welcome, where you mm-hmm. would think twice about going back? And was it the country as a whole or was it just maybe you need a different hotel or a different side of town? I'd, I'd like to know, um, know a little bit more about that, maybe because I want to know what I should avoid or at least how to identify what to avoid. Right. Um, there is no country that I said that I wouldn't go back. Like again, Egypt was that moment was um, particularly very scary because, you know, we had gone to a nice restaurant, the hotel got us the car and they're like, when you're ready, you know, have the hotel call back and we'll send this car back to get you. So the hotel sent that, that man back there, but he just had these religious issues against us Americans and black women. So he just had, he was all in his feelings about something. So again, there was (laughs) the language barrier. So it was like, okay, so it was tense. And thankfully, you know, I was there with two of my cousins. So it was three of us in the car. So we were like, okay, just get us back to the hotel. And once we got out, like we called over security and they took care of it. But Egypt is different. I mean, it's not as clean as people think it is. um, You have to be you have to be conscious of that. Like I actually got sick while I was there, you know, mm-hmm. because it's not, it's not a clean country. The tourist attraction, the areas are clean, but the country as a whole is not very clean, but it was a, um, a great experience. I had a great time, but you have to be conscious of the fact that it's not what you think it is. You know, it, yeah, it is um, rather poor. Yeah. So do your research, you know, know that if you're going to go to these places, like we had a driver the entire time, like I hired a company that 
escorted us pretty much everywhere we went, except for that one day that we went to dinner on our own. It's like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but yeah, but other than that, that's probably the only country that I've really kind of had an issue with. Okay. Were there any countries that were just like, oh, we, everybody, single, single ladies, all the single ladies can go there because <laughs> they were very welcoming, felt very safe. Is there, do you have um, a recommendation? Bangkok. Yeah, Bangkok was, uh, I had so much fun. And I didn't it expect was to so hear inexpensive. That. Yeah, it was like, oh my God. Like, it was totally not what I expected. Um, the food was amazing. The people were great. Great shopping. Like, um, I bought so much stuff. But yeah, I really, <laughs> I really had a great time in Bangkok. And, and it was just one of those, like, kind of inexpensive trips, not thinking, just thinking, like, hey, well, it's just for the experience, thinking I'd do some shopping. But it turned out to be a lot more than what I thought it was. And even Budapest mm-hmm. was great, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're just going to write those things down. Do we have any <laughs> listeners in Bangkok or Budapest who might want to invite us over? Uh, that anyway. would be amazing. <laughs> yes. That would be amazing. Yes. Great times. I love both those places. So they were cool. Oh, nice. So, but then I think that goes back to being prepared. So mm-hmm. I think that had I not been prepared somewhat, you know, things could have gone left on mm-hmm. a lot of my trips, <laughs> probably on all of them, had we not been prepared. Mm-hmm. Are there, like, I know you're a travel agent and you have helped us with at least one of our trips. Are there certain travel agents that are better at this kind of solo trip kind of thing? Or, yeah. Yeah, of of course, because you have people that that's what they specialize in doing um, single trips. They'll know all the single hotspots. Yeah. So, um, I didn't know. Neither did I. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There's, um, if you go on, like, on Facebook, you'll see these these groups that are, they specialize specifically in single solo travel. That's what they do. They'll take groups of women and men and they'll go to different locations every year. Mm. You pay them a fee to be your guide and they take okay. care of everything. So yeah, because that's what they do. You know, that's okay. what specifically that's their niche and that's what they want to focus on. So yeah, absolutely. I had but then no again, idea. I mean, you could just, yeah, you can, again, you can do it by yourself. You can pay the extra, you know, for mm-hmm. a guide. I would say for your first time, you know, if you can afford it, then go with a single group just so you get the experience and you learn, you know, what you need to do and what you don't need to do. And the next time you can do it on your own. You don't have to pay extra, you know. Sounds exciting. (laughs) I think that feels more accessible to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's kind of overwhelming. Like I'm hearing mm-hmm. you, you're like, oh my God, make sure you have all the security and oh my goodness, mm-hmm. make sure you do this. And, yeah. and, and the little part of me is going like, oh my goodness, maybe I shouldn't, but <laughs> <laughs> like literally like that seems like too many decisions, you know, like, I don't know, but, um, but, but it's the really whole... not think about it. Like, uh-huh. okay, when you go buy a car, do you just go to the dealership and buy a car? Or do you kind of research, hey, this is what my price point is. This is mm-hmm. what I want to have in that car. I want it to have these safety features. I want it to be this color. I want it to be able to do this, have um, this type of gas mileage. You do your research. The things that mm-hmm. you want to do and the things that you need in your life, you do research it. So it's the same premise. It's just that we have to get over that fear. Like, oh my God, it's too much. Something's going to happen to me. But, you know, again, I think that for you, maybe for your first trip, there's nothing wrong with going with a, you know, seeking um, help assistance for someone that specializes in that. Absolutely, you should. 
it kind of takes maybe some of the edge off in mm-hmm. terms in terms of uh you know going out on my own for the first yeah. time because it's just not something I'm accustomed to. I'm always traveling with mm-hmm. someone. And so, yeah. but you know, it would be kind of I'm good. What you just said makes me think because I want to go and travel to another to other country travel internationally. I haven't done a lot of that at all, but it's in my future. That's part of my plan mm-hmm. and this part of my life. I want to have more experiences like that. And I am married, so I've got a husband who wants to do it with me, but he also has not traveled a whole lot uh, internationally. And we want to go out, but I can see how going out, but then still being as part of another group who are learning together mm-hmm. and having a guide to help us through this yeah. for our first experience. Going out is something I'd look for too. So not necessarily the singles group, but a, a group-like mm-hmm. setting where there's a guide kind of helping yep. me navigate and, that, and then maybe the next time I could feel even more comfortable mm-hmm. doing that type yeah, of stuff. I always, use a, I always use a guide just because, number one, they're local. So they're going to know certain things. And for me, I like to do that first day when I get there. I'll either do a city tour or a, um, a food tour at night. So it depends, depends on mm-hmm. what time I arrive. So if I arrive early in the morning, then I'll drop my bags and just go do a city tour. So I get a layout of the city mm-hmm. because pretty much I know I'm going to be walking, you know, mm-hmm. so I want to know logistically where I am and how to navigate the streets. So that's mm-hmm. my thought. I mean, my thought as far as I'm um, doing the city tour and then, of course, doing a food tour because they're primarily all at night. So you get to know like, OK, what foods are unique to this country? And they'll take you to all the like really good spots, all the little hole in the walls. So I get to have those experiences, but I'm in it. I'm in a secure environment. I'm not going in by myself because, you know, if you walk in by yourself, you know, you have somebody in there that's looking for you. That's yeah. going to, you know, like, okay, Mark, you know, <laughs> that's going to, you know, you're going to have some type of predator that's going to be like, okay, let's see what we can do, what we can get away with. So I like that idea of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm never going to go to a country and pretty much just venture out all day by myself, unless I'm going to the mall or something, but because that's somewhat secure, but, I'm just not going to be walking the streets by myself because I can't have a weapon with me. I'm overseas. So it's right. like, eh, no, there's strength in numbers. I believe that. Okay. I got you. Good to know. Together by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> by I'm yourself by in a group. The, I'm by myself at the spa, at the pool, and when I'm shopping. Uh-huh. Other than that, it's like, hey, friends. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, you know, it sounds like a really good opportunity to kind of get out of your own normal routine, mm-hmm. getting out of the habit of relying relying on people around you for mm-hmm. your entertainment. Like, you know, it just kind yeah. of, re- it requires you to be more self-aware and then also extend yourself out in a way that yeah. we don't have to here right. when we're around friends and family. Yeah, because you definitely have to be open because it is so, just the way that they think, the way that they move is completely different. Because when you go to Europe, there's not all, there. I mean, they're fluid. They're like, hey, like you have a woman that's 400 pounds, she's going to have on a thong. And that's beautiful to them. Her mm-hmm. confidence here in the United States, they're like, oh, I would never wear that. You're going to be condemned if you wore something like that. Mm-hmm. you know and they're so well read you know you have art you have history you just 
I just feel like it just opens you up to so many different possibilities. Whereas we've been programmed to think, hey, the United States is the beginning, the ending, everything. But when you go Mm -hmm. overseas, you're like, wait a minute, this country (laughs) goes back hundreds of thousands of years and look what they built, look what they built. And Mm -hmm. the United States is a newer nation. It's like, "Mm." and then you kind of figure out what the correlation is between this country and the United States and that the world is a much bigger place than you ever thought it was Mm. because you just see so many things. And then you also, you insert religion into that, how you'll actually walk past that were read about in the Bible. Mm. So there's Mm -hmm. just so many, so much meaning and context when you travel and then things that you learned about in history, and you're like, oh, my God. And the biggest thrill for me is like when I'm watching a movie and it's overseas and I'm like, oh, my God, I was there. I know exactly uh-huh. where that is. You know, it just, I don't know, it just gives, I guess, your life more meaning because you've, you've had more experiences. It's an education yeah. that you wouldn't get just being in the state. Well, I love that. When you said, you said it's opening up, you know, you said something that made me feel like opening up your world. Your world is not as mm-hmm. only as big as the United States. And so right. when you travel in other places, your mind opens up to new things. That is like, this is my year of yes to new things. Just, so, mm-hmm. just so And so the, that whole idea is like, yeah, I need that in my life. I need more yeah. travel, international travel, different experiences. Yeah. I was working with this lady at a rehabilitation home, right? And I asked her because her ID had expired and that happens. I asked her, I said, do you have a passport? And she said, I've never been out of the country. Mm-hmm. And that hit me because chances are is that she never will make it out of the country. And so her experience has been so much lim- has has been limited by her maybe inability or whatever to get out of the country and experience, Mm -hmm. or maybe her desire wasn't even to leave. But I just, in that, in that moment, I felt like I don't want to do that. I, I, Mm -hmm. well, of course I've been out of the country, but it has, I want to do it more. You know what I mean? I want to do it more and I don't want to be limited in my thoughts about Mm -hmm. different things. Like you, you found this expansion by, going out into the world and seeing that it's, you know, the United States has a limited view. Yeah. The world is so much bigger. Yeah. It just, it just nailed it. It was just nailed. That was like the final nail in the coffin for me. Like, yes, travel, it needs to be prior a priority for me at this point. And I do want to get out and I want to do it by myself and, and be that I want to be, I want to walk into it scared. You know what I mean? I want to face of, the fear and do it anyway. Yes. And do it anyway. Thank you. That is exactly what it is. But because it's so I, I, awesome. Yeah, but I think it, I think you're a perfect example. You do it and you do it all the time and you get a lot out of it. And I think, I think if it weren't such a great thing, as many people who are putting their stuff out on social media wouldn't be doing it. No, you know, it would be it like oh. life. Yes, yeah, life changed. And I love that when I travel, you know, people from abroad, I don't know what it is. I guess we have a banner. They can tell me from the United States. You don't even have to say anything. They know they can just spot you, <laughs> but they will come up to you and they will engage in these deep conversations. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh my God, you will meet some of the most interesting people, every social class, economic status that mm-hmm. you can think of, you will meet. Yeah. 
and they're open and they want to have that conversation. And that's what I, I like that they're very open um, to having dialogue. Mm. And I learned so much. So I think that ultimately that's what I enjoy. I, I love history and I love being able to connect with people and to apply that to like, okay, well, this is not necessarily what I learned. And how does this change um, my perception of what I've been taught mm-hmm. and what's real and what's not real? So it makes mm-hmm. you kind of evaluate. And I find myself doing it like, as I'm on my way back home, I'm like, okay, well, I'm Googling, trying to figure out, like, we had this conversation, but this is not what I taught. So then I'm doing more research to kind of figure out what really is true. Mm. So mm-hmm. it makes like you a smarter person. Mm-hmm. You travel are, yeah. for truth seeking, a truth seeking <laughs> exactly. through travel. Exactly. I, it's like, no, no, you can't tell me that because I'm sick. I've <laughs> been there and that, that's not the way it that, works. not true. Exactly. Okay. That is not true. I mean, we have so much to do. We have work to do. I know. Travel to do, visit. To, yeah, a lot. yeah. I but honestly, I'll tell you, the hardest part about traveling is like really when you just making sure that getting to the airport, making it through customs. Um, if you have a connecting flight, getting your flight, just navigating the airport sometimes is kind of like overwhelming. But for me, that's the, really the kind of challenging part. It's like okay, going through TSA, clearing customs, because you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But once you grab your bags, you make it through customs. It's like, okay, it's on. Party's on you. I mean, <laughs> it's like Eureka. But yeah, to me, that is the most daunting part. It's like that uncertainty once you land into an airport that you're not familiar with. To me, that's the most challenging part for me. But that would be that, awesome. Everything's good. Yeah, but the airports are so nice, though. It's like full-on mm. malls. It's like, whew. I can live in this airport. You see some amazing airports, but it's still, it's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Cause they, they probably have extensive layovers at some of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's really cool. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. We, thank I you. am so happy that you spent some time with us again today. I can't remember like the last time I feel like you had a way for people to contact you. If so they what were is interested. the best way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, really, it's kind of just because I've really been busy at work. Is like to text me, <laughs> text oh, okay. me what you're looking for, oh, or that's email true. me. Yeah, okay. and then from there I can. Um, and we can, put your information in the show yeah. notes. That's how we had it last time. I couldn't yeah. remember at the top of my head. So we'll include your information in the show notes. So if you would like to talk to Jennifer about travel, she is the resource with a capital T-H-E, the resource. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Travel evangelist. Jennifer Stafford. I'm going to include that in my tagline from now on. (laughs) There you go. That's it. So, guys, we want to thank you. And um, to our listeners today, we want to thank you for stopping by. And we hope that you got all the information that Jennifer was able to provide for us today. But until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, 
Peace, Peace and, and blessings. blessings.